episode 35, chapter 4 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh Havens. And I'm Chris Lamberth. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that He would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. And today we're wrapping up our conversation with Jem and Alan Fadling about their book, What Does Your Soul Love? Jem and Alan Fadling are founders of Unhurried Living Incorporated, a nonprofit that resources and trains Christian leaders to rest deeper, live fuller, and lead better. Jem is a trained spiritual director, retreat speaker, and podcaster, and she enjoys serving as a guide with the intention of helping people encounter God in their very real lives. Alan is also a trained spiritual director, and he speaks and consults internationally with organizations such as Saddleback Church. InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, and Open Doors International. He's the award-winning author of An Unhurried Leader and An Unhurried Life, which was honored with a Christianity Today Award of Merit in Spirituality. This week, we've taken a deep dive into exploring our identities in Christ, our desires, and our deepest loves. But most of our conversation has focused on the individual journey. So in this chapter, Josh and I wanted to ask how this journey of transformation has affected Jim and Alan's marriage. Because living a lifestyle of discipleship is never lived in isolation. We were created to walk with others. For those who are married, our spouses become our primary partner in this journey. But if searching the depths of our souls is difficult for an individual, exploring with another person can complicate this process even more. There are miscommunications and misunderstandings. We often talk past each other and can become frustrated with the process. However, the reward for a shared journey far exceeds the struggle. Our partners become an invaluable source of encouragement and support as we face the trials of life together and endeavor to lift each other up as we pursue Christ. I'm curious as to how this sort of growth has worked out in your own relationship as a married couple. And because I mean, obviously, any relationships have their ups and downs, and then, but growing together through this sort of process, I know, has had to present its own unique challenges and then strengthened your relationship uh, in, in many ways. So, how have you guys worked together through these questions as a couple? Yeah, well, so let's divulge. We've been married 34 years, which might be longer than you guys have been alive. I don't know. Congratulations <laughs> and no comment. <laughs> Only just, only just sure. barely, <laughs> only yeah. just barely. Funny. It's so funny to be an age now where you're almost everyone's mom. <laughs> you could be, but it's not. Anyway, um, yeah, we we actually take this very seriously in our own lives. We've both been on our own journey um, individually. Um, this is one of the things we we consider to be a great grace and a great gift, and we know that it doesn't happen in every marriage. But we are completely different people. On any kind of personality test, the this is the opposite ends of it. Okay, that's what we are, the introvert yeah. and the extrovert. But for some reason, we've had similar spiritual journeys or or, or it was as important. Like shared to, critical moments. Shared critical moments or um, we we both well, I keep using, I keep saying the same phrase, I apologize. We both take our, our lives with God as serious as the other one does. Mm. And, and by that, I don't, I mean, we have fun too. Don't take me, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint a picture of we're very different, but our life with God has mattered a great deal. 
And that has been the glue. So um, we talk a lot. Someone asked us a question the other day. I th- I can't remember. I think it what might have it? been a single pastor. Oh, yes. He was like, what was his question like? His was question it? was, so, you know, like on this journey you're on, how often do you check in? Like once a quarter? He said quarterly? Like, how do <laughs> wow. you? Wow. Of- <laughs> well, uh, I said, well how about- a little more how often more? than that. Because <laughs> I was saying, you know, we talk a lot because because of what we do which is train leaders and share our lives with leaders. We share our lives with leaders. We don't at any point want to be the kind of person who is just saying stuff to people. Mm. Actually, the calling of God in our lives when we were in our 20s, a part of that calling was this phrase, you will share your lives. You will share your lives. Now, we didn't quite know what that meant then, but we do now. We are literally sharing our lives. So that means we have to keep it honest here behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So we try our best not to let anything slide longer than it has to, like until one of us wakes up and goes, hey, there's something wrong here. Do you (laughs) see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we try to keep it honest in the background here as much as we can. What's your perspective on that? Yeah. So one of the things I would say is, you know, when you're married 34 years, you've had about 100 different marriages. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Every time somebody changes, it's a new marriage. And uh, we've gone, you know, and so 30 some years of change in both of our lives. This marriage, though, it's a continuity from I do 34 years ago. You couldn't have guessed this marriage back then. Um, And so one of the things that we've felt is really critical in this kind of a process is realizing that the process of change in the lives of two people who are married is going to change the nature of the relationship and be prepared for that. It's always good news. But again, sometimes the changes feel a little scary or threatening because you kind of like this last place we were just at. And I don't really want to leave that place. (laughs) So Thank you very much. So, for example, one of the things that's been true is in this organization that we founded now almost four years ago, it's the first time we have absolutely equal voices in a venture outside our family and our marriage. Like I was a pastor. And so we always did that together. But I was the guy getting paid. And Jim was the one giving her time for free as whatever a pastor's wife is, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah. That's not the case here. This is a true equal partnership. And so we both are, you know, contributed to this book equally. It's it's both of our voices in the cop in the copy and this organization and the work we're doing is very much a collaborative sort of thing. So it becomes really critical that we keep leaning into, okay, I'm feeling some tension. Oh, I'm struggling with this, whatever. That's not just important for our marriage. It's also important for our shared work. Yeah. Well, let me let me give you a metaphor too. you know how they talk about how you um, the dance, the dance step changes when someone changes then the dance changes. Mm. And we did that for a long time in our marriage. But a a number of years ago, we didn't just change dance steps. We had to get into a different ballroom. (laughs) Mm. And that was a major shift for us. But I think we're the better for it. We did a lot of hard work at one point. Mm. And we did we we moved ballrooms and the dance changed and the venue changed. And and it's become um, a more beautiful partnership. Mm-hmm. When it comes to help, like helping each other grow and and go through this process of transformation, uh, do you kind of rely on the other person to 
help prompt you and keep moving you forward? Or is this more of a self-initiated, okay, here's where I'm struggling. Can you help me with this? Yeah, I think we both self-initiate, but we do rely on it. We we bounce things off each other for Mm -hmm. sure. Maybe maybe a way I would say it is we, again, a little bit of Sunday school answer here, (laughs) but we really think of this as a process God's initiating to which each of us is responsible to respond and we need each other to make this path. So there'll be times where I'll be stuck in a place of anxiety or maybe I'm in a spot of depression or whatever. And I just feel like I'm in this little teeny tiny hole and I can hardly see what in the world's going on. Well, I have a trusted friend who can listen to me, knows me, recognizes some of those places and can just say, you know, maybe this is what that is. You know, it was before. Um, so we trust each other in those ways, mm-hmm. but we don't do a whole lot of, you know, I think you could really change there. That would sure help uh, things a lot if you would just change. I, I think that's what's really needed here. Actually, you I should change. I've done that more to Alan than he has. Let's be honest about that. I know. <laughs> Generally doesn't go very it far. It doesn't go well. It doesn't yeah. go well. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is don't go home and tell my wife all the different ways <laughs> I that I think God is leading. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's that's great. Uh, one of the um, the women I work with, she she got engaged a while back, and she asked me, you know, the question. So you've been married for so long. What's the key? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so here I am on the spot trying to think of what's if if I'm going to say one thing, and this is what came out of my mouth. Um, I still think it's really important. I said, two people on a transformational journey and then sharing that. Mm. I think if that's not the center of marriage, it's close. Yeah. And that means, again, what Alan said is we are both being responders to this initiative, this arc that we talked about before with God. And we are, in fact, sharing that together. Yeah. I think that's really great. In fact, uh, one of my powerful. one of the um, books that my wife and I really enjoy and that we recommend to other married couples is uh, Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. Mm, where sure. his, his idea is, what if God designed marriage not to make you happy, but to make you holy? Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, that's that's been a, a huge help for, for us just in thinking about this, because it's no longer just about um, how do we become happy together, but recognizing that the relationship that we have is actually a relationship that was designed by God to help us move into a a closer relationship with him. I mean, he designed a relationship where uh, a man and wife could be vulnerable together and learn and experience life together. And that's what he desires to have with us. He wants us to, to grow with him and to experience life with him and to be completely vulnerable with him and and to, to trust him uh, with everything. And that's really what he's designed our marriage to look like. And so when you end up fighting with your spouse over who's going to go get the kids or whatever that is, it's an opportunity for you, for you to recognize that, well, that relationship is really just opening up the, the ways that your own life is not yet reflecting the relationship that you have with your, you should have, or God wants to have with you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But let's be honest, we're not fighting about who's getting the kids as much as we are about who left the dirty clothes on the floor this time or something. So anyway, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. I'm just saying it feels like it's, yeah, I feel like it's the small things. That's right. Anyway, um, that's great. <laughs> um, 
This has been a great conversation. Uh, where can people go to find out more about your guys' work? You, you've mentioned um, Unhurried Living, your new platform. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, how people can get involved and follow what you're doing. Yeah, so the probably the easiest thing to do is to come to the website, unhurriedliving.com. You know, along the top, you'll see a menu. We've got a every week or two, we have a podcast where we talk about these themes. Um, we have a weekly blog that goes out, and a number of people take advantage of that. We've got a lot of free resources on the website, some courses and some other downloadables that people can access. Uh, we have an online community of uh, a growing group of leaders that kind of connect in a, an online forum to interact about these ideas. The big idea is for us, rest deeper, live fuller, lead better. Uh, that's not just a cute tagline that we came up with after lots of marketing cons consultations. <laughs> it, it really is a description of the life we're trying to live and have been for some time. And we really believe that rest deeper, maybe that corresponds a bit to that sense of identity, the sense of peace that comes when we know who we are. Live fuller. We really think that that's key when Jesus says, come, trust me, bring your thirst to me. And, uh, and it will be as though rivers of living water flow from within you. That, I think, is then what leads to lead better. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah, unhurriedliving.com is, is a great place to be. Of course, they can find us on social media, uh, at Unhurried Living on most of the main platforms. Yep. I will put a plug in. I uh, checked out a few of your more recent podcast episodes, and if somebody's looking for a, a good overview about mm -hmm. the what each one of the parts of those tagline really mean, you, you guys have had some some great episodes recently where you kind of cover those and then unpack how all three of them really work together. So go listen yeah. to those. They're really great. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, we will link to those in the show notes as well as where you can pick up the book. I think you can get it from your website, but you can definitely get it from Amazon and all the other yeah. major. All Anywhere you buy books, you can find it. <laughs> That's right. So um, Jim and Alan, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. This has been a great conversation. I wish we could get into so much more, um, but people will just have to go out and buy the book and uh, go check out your work at Unhurried Living. So uh, this thank has been you. great. Thank you. We've, been, we've enjoyed being with you as well. It's been great. Thanks so much. I love the way Jim defined marriage. It's two people sharing a transformational journey. We were made to share relationships with other people in the discipleship lifestyle. And marriage is one of the closest relationships you can have with another person. It's a sharing of time, energy, and resources. And it's a commitment to share those things for the rest of your lives. In the middle of that relationship, God is doing a transformational work in each of you individually. But He's also using that relationship to transform you as well. But this kind of shared journey doesn't have to stop outside the marriage. God designed us to walk with someone, even if we aren't in a marriage relationship. And it means finding someone who sees you at your best and worst, who's walking toward Jesus like you, and who can keep you accountable to your commitment to grow. If you're married, I want to challenge you to share this chapter with your spouse. If you're not, find a close friend and share it with them. Then have a simple conversation about what God is doing in your lives. It doesn't need to be a deep or theologically abstract conversation. Instead, it can be as simple as talking about where you see God at work in your life today. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. 
but we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. To find out more about Jim and Alan's work, check out unhurriedliving.com. Then check out the next chapter in this episode where Chris and I talk about what we've learned from this conversation. If you want to stay up to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.